everybody welcome back to the flash flashcast it's me your internet friend tony sindelar i know it's been a while i know that you've been thinking the flash it keeps airing and yet where is the flash flashcast are they okay we are kind of okay we're okay i'm okay are you okay most hey well i, I am okay i i didn't, i remember even watching the show and then all of a sudden i remembered that i like this show and then i remembered that's good i do a show on a show yeah, I mean, I had to kind of pull you through a vortex to get you here from Earth-17, but here you are. Yes. It's all good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Lisa could not join us uh, this evening. We've been having uh, a lot of, of scheduling challenges over the last couple of weeks, and it, you know, as, as you may have noticed, due to the lack of episodes. Uh, so we're here today to talk about uh, The Flash, Season 3, uh, Episode 4, Episode 3, and Episode 2. That's right, we're going to do the last three episodes. We'll probably t- have more to say about the most recent one, uh, and hopefully uh, you'll have Lisa back next week. Uh, maybe you won't have one of us <laughs> with how things are going, giving the challenges of scheduling. It's a surprise. Russian roulette. Um, yeah. Um, so, let's uh, jump into things. Uh, so, uh, we'll do a little bit on Episodes 2 and 3, and then we'll, we'll kind of talk about 4 a little bit more, and, and talk about some of the, the threads throughout them uh, as well. So um, we're not even going to do a 30-second recap for Episode uh, 2, because we don't want to even invest that much time in it. Um, but Episode 2, um, the main premise of that, I'm remembering, I'm trying to remember back, I've got my notes, but it's been well, it's been Barry, since Barry, Barry makes his run to Felicity, and so yep. it's kind of like, oh, look, I have everything I want, but I kind of messed things up, and there's nothing I can do about it. What if I went back and tried to do it all over again? Yeah. Um, so episode two is basically all about it's it's kind of like a follow up to episode one where he ultimately resets the timeline. Episode two is him discovering all the ways that the timeline is not quite reset the way he expected. Uh, he's got a new uh, coworker uh, who I oh. refer to as Jerk CSI, um, who really doesn't like him and is just comically level uh, doesn't like him. Uh, we discover when he goes to meet with Team Flash that there's a lot of uh, interpersonal conflicts. Uh, Cisco is super mopey. Um, and the big thing that happens in this episode is we uh, discover that the rival who he dealt with uh, in the alternate Flashpoint timeline uh, wakes up and is kind of aware of what's going on and is, is spoken to by spooky uh, haunted monster creature guy uh, Alchemy, uh, who seems to have the ability to give. Uh, people from the uh, people, the powers they have in other timelines, and there's these strange husk murders that are taking place uh, all throughout Center City. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything else that I sh- I should be saying in our general recap of well uh, of episode two? We did get our Jay Garrick cameo appearance. Yes, which probably and, was uh, is one of the one of the more fun parts. Yeah, specifically Dad Jay Garrick. As yes. Uh, you know, Earth Two Jay Garrick. I believe he is Earth Three Jay Garrick. Is that uh, the the correct? I think that's what his driver's that is, that is says. correct. That is correct. Yes. Um, I like that scene. So uh, Barry is going to zip around and he again and try and reset things better. And he uh, he kind of gets pulled out of the the time stream by uh, Jay Garrick, who takes him to a diner to have a heart to heart with him. And he's got the nice little metaphor where he uh, 
he breaks the coffee cup and it, and then tries putting it back together and it uh it doesn't quite work i thought that was that was really effective um I don't know why they go to 1998 exactly. Um, yeah, that, that I, what, was also what, funny. What, that wasn't when like uh, John Wesley Ship did the Flash. I know it's much earlier than that. That's I right. Uh huh. So maybe just 1998 is funny, so that we can have a Dawson's Creek joke. I I, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> good call. Um. Yeah. Um. So I did. See. I did do a little research on the husks. Mm-hmm. And is that something from the comics? A, well, I, I I defer to you and your uh, Wikipedia research. I did find out that a character, I believe it's alchemy, uh, but there's another one, and I can't remember his name. It's real bizarre. He looks like a barbarian sort, but he kind of dissolves or like vaporizes um, people. And so it could be that alchemy is taking these people from that timeline, and you can't have two in the same timeline, even though we have did that all last season, um, but kind of destroys the old one but keeps the new one. It, it, it's a little bit hokey. I, I can't say if it's real or not, but it seems like it's following some sort of narrative mm-hmm. that the comics had. Okay. So the big thing that happened in this episode that I was a little surprised with, but I think surprised in a good way, uh, is that they they have to fight the rival again. Uh, who he's pretty good about letting us know his name is Claris, um, and he ends up in a jail. And they they now seem to have special uh, metahuman uh, holding facilities at Iron Heights, so he's not even in uh, the Flash's uh, uh, pipeline jail anymore. He's in a you know, legitimate government sanctioned uh, holding facility, and. Uh, Something it seems like it's it's alchemy, but a, a basically a presence uh, approaches Claris in this jail and kills him, um, which I was surprised by because I just I just kind of assumed, uh, perhaps uh, cynically, that the rival was going to be our ongoing antagonist of the series. Oh, thank God, they, no, it didn't happen. Yeah, because they love speedsters, and you know we've got alternate timeline shenanigans going on. We've got multiple Earths. There could be more rivals coming around, um, but. Even if there's just a, a healthy gap before we see another one, I, I'm really good with that because I just I'm just I'm real bored of the idea of uh, bad speedsters fighting good speedsters, and particular I don't know there's something a, a, the rival it feels like um, you know Reverse Flash his costume and and design was pretty iconic uh, Zoom was great as this kind of monstrous kind of thing the rival kind of got the like they didn't put as much time into that design i assume just cause i thought he looked kind of dopey yeah um, it, I, you could easily call him dragon man or you know the dragon it just or the fish guy I, it just it didn't it, it didn't work you weren't impressed by the kind of like the like the frills he has sticking out of the side of his head no that, that just seemed wrong i i, I yeah. can see where it was going with the flash aesthetic but it it read as you know the sea dragon yeah so that was kind of the big setup there. Um, and, you know, I, I think that that was good. I don't think I have too much else to say about that episode. Um, well, we do get introduced kind of, to Julian. I mean, he's yes. the main kind of character ad that I think is going to be continuing throughout the season, as we've seen. Yes. Yeah. And I guess the big thing there, I mean, he, so we've got kind of a couple things going on in terms of we have all these kind of new antagonists that they're setting up in this season. And at first, it seems like maybe there's a couple in terms of we've got the rival, 
and we've got the alchemy. Uh, we've got alchemy. I know in the comics there's a character. The character is Doctor Alchemy, and um, they, he seems to he's not he has not gotten his doctorate degree yet. So he's just just alchemy to you. Um, and then Julian, who is, seems like uh, is the professional workplace rival, or is he more? Yeah, I mean, look, um, we've seen setups before, and this seems pretty heavy-handed. If it is, I yeah, kind of think it is. Th- there's, I mean, there's some basic conservation of characters. We've got a guy in a hooded mask. We've only got so many people standing around that that could be that guy in the mask. Uh, seems like there's a there's a there's a good chance that uh, that Julian could be alchemy. Um, but you know, maybe not. Maybe Julian is just maybe he'll be uh, kind of converted by alchemy into a, a monster of the week later on. Uh, unless uh, he doesn't know. I- Unless it's yeah. a Jekyll Hyde thing, because he was working and sweating pretty hard over that skin suit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you already know about it, then you're going to be able to just say, oh, well, I'll just take this to the lab and I'll take care of it. Yeah. The other thing that kind of happens at the end of this episode, uh, right before uh, Claris gets uh, attacked in his cell, is uh, uh, Barry and Iris kind of move forward uh, with their relationship, which is a thread through the, uh, the three episodes that we're, we're talking about today. Um, anything else that we should say about uh, episode two before we, we jump onward to episode three? Um, I was going to say this, but I'm not sure. Are we seeing the uh, Killer Frost um, foreshadowing yet? Uh, I know we definitely see more in the next ones. I forget if there is a specific scene about that in episode two. I, I think I'm it's the free- I think it's the next one. That's where we see okay. her do her hand, and yes. we're like, Ooh. and then. We- and you know, spoilers for what we're going to talk about, but there's some big ones in uh, in episode four. So let's move um, on. All right, let's move on. Um, so in episode three, um, flip through my notes. Yeah, we're dealing with here. the uh, the little girl named Magenta. Yes. So Magenta, uh, and it, you know, it's funny you mentioned. Uh, you know, could alchemy be a Jekyll and Hyde? I would kind of hope not, because Magenta is your uh, your Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> character that they really. A little, maybe a little heavy-handed with uh, the the orphan girl Freddy slash her evil uh, kind of out of control metahuman uh, alter uh, alter ego is uh, Magenta, um, and she's the kind of the the villain of the week, um, and which is you know makes for some some good set pieces. Especially a lot of our metahuman villain of the weeks are uh, professional criminals uh, that get superpowers and become you know uh, aspiring supervillains. Whereas this is just more like, I'm just an average person. In fact, I'm just, you know, like a, like a teenager uh, living in an abusive home, right? Um, so I guess that was a little bit of a departure from that. Uh, and we have a lot more uh, of the plot lines uh, with uh, B- Barry and Iris. Um, I, I was a little disappointed. They've got the kind of, the, I felt like this happens a lot is that like we have the characters with the, you know, there's something, you know, they, they're two characters who seem destined to be uh, together at some point, and then they finally get together and they're immediately, like, one of them is, like, disenchanted with the situation. And, like, that seems to be the, the thing here. So, uh, um, Was this the episode with, uh, like, Night of a, a Thousand Dates? Yes. Yes. Um, and it's like, yeah, they're, they're basically, their first, I guess their first real date, uh, and iris does not iris wants to go on a date with barry not the flash and so he's like not allowed to talk about flash stuff and it turns out that barry doesn't really know how to do that barry doesn't know how to be (laughs) just barry anymore um and so she's real disappointed 
uh, and there's a lot of using of, of speed force for, for the purposes of uh, uh, romantic gestures. Um, so really, yeah. really kind of a misuse, but we'll, we'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, but the big thing that that's kind of exciting that happens in this episode is the uh, the, the there's a rift opening in the Star Labs basement, and um, Harry Harry, uh, Harry Wells, the uh, Earth Two version of Harrison Wells, and his jo- daughter Jessie, uh, they pop over with with some superhuman related news and basically to seek <laughs> advice <laughs> and counsel. Yeah. Uh, and I like that it's just like, yeah, we can just pop over to another dimension every now and then. It's not a huge deal. Like, you're not going to see us a lot, but we're also, like, not that far away. Don't forget to write. Um, so uh, the the big change there that was totally set up last season uh, when there was the, like, close-up of Wally and Jesse getting hit by uh, a dark matter wave is that Jesse is now uh, Jesse Quick or has Speed Force and aspires to be Jesse Quick, and they need... Uh, you know, basically, uh, Harry both wants to make sure that she gets kind of tested out, but also as many people as possible to help give her advice on maybe not being a hero because it's it's super dangerous. Um, and and you got to train, and you and it usually yeah. only takes you mm, two uh, two or three episodes to train, and then you're good to go. Yeah, I it was nice to see uh, Harry again. I mean, I I really like I almost all the versions of Harrison Wells, and definitely it felt like I'd been missing him just in these two episodes. Uh, I like the the plot device where like he is he is totally aware that the timeline has changed and is like is just super annoyed at Barry about it. Um, I also thought it was fun that like the timeline has changed, so we can have this new set at Star Labs that we're going to use for stuff. Well, that we know about. Yeah, Uh-oh. you know, you brought up something interesting. Is we 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 haven't talked too much about the timeline because Harrison's mm-hmm. ease or Harry is quick to say you changed something and you went mm-hmm. back in time, and apparently that timeline does not hurt earth to etc however i would say that this harry is acting a lot different than harry of season two am i wrong in this because i feel like he's got this like kramer like kind of feel on him like he's way too loose i mean this other guy was uptight he does he, he does not feel totally consistent um I was I was willing to go- to roll with that. I thought some of it was a reaction to like, you know, his world that is now totally different in that uh, Zoom is taken care of, right? And because he's been living in this like nightmare world where his 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 uh, his city is totally under control of this evil speedster uh, and and his gang of uh, uh, middle manager level uh, supervillains who are right, just uh, right. running havoc. So things are kind of you know, I mean, it's he he specifically mentions about like he still has a lot of work to do there, but like things are a lot safer. Also, his daughter now has super super speed. So I felt like he's kind of like things are a little less tense, and he's not freaking out as much. But also, his world has just also been flipped up upside down again uh, with his his daughter getting super speed. But it did definitely feel a little different um, than how he had been written and, and acted in the previous season. But I don't know. I was willing to roll with it, but I could see how that maybe you were. Le- it's it stuck out more to you. It stuck out to um, me because I love him, but. I, I think more than anything, I saw online a lot of our army said, "Well, oh well, he's fine. He's the same as he ever was." And I was like, "I, I swear, you're you're all on dope because he's not." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I guess I am unclear. Did, so is Earth Two totally unchanged by the Flashpoint thing? That's what they um, say. Yeah, I or is it just kind of buffered from it? Um. It's I don't know. The the other thing that kind of disappointed me a little bit in this episode was like it seemed like 
we had uh, like basically morose morning Cisco in the previous episode who is dealing with the fact that his, <laughs> his brother has died, and like he seems like no, he's just he's just back to normal. Yeah, we're, right. It, yeah, like, it, like it's like a back. Injury. We had a talk. Yeah, yeah, we had a talk about it, and so uh, yeah, now he's just he's. I mean, he's not to- as they seem like he's not quite as glib as the uh, previous one, but like there was kind of no transition there, right? Um, so it's not I, it's that, not as bad as too. nuking a city and feeling bad about it. In other yeah. words, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Uh, so this the I don't know I, the the I there were some of the not the best performances in this episode. Uh, the evil abusive dad uh, who yikes. I, yeah, gets more than one scene where we get that he has the home scene and later in the hospital, and he just seemed incredibly kind of uh, cookie cutter. Yeah, that was some strong acting. Not, not interesting. <laughs> so um, I did not think that was that was great. That's yeah, a, uh, there was a weird kind of after school special, like don't yes. hurt your kids. It's like, do I really have to know that? That seems like common knowledge. Yes, and it's also like it's not enough that the dad is abusive but also that the child is this like orphan and and, and that's tragic like that that just seemed like seemed like a lot um i did i mean again i do appreciate kind of the twist that it, the metahuman is just like this kind of uh this kind of teenager in a rough situation and not a professional criminal who tries to you know to to uh use their powers for uh profit um the scene with lifting like a tanker boat that they were going to crush a hospital <laughs> That was kind of neat. Um, I, I you know. look at the effects. They are spending a lot on effects, and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Sometimes yeah. the run fighting, is it fight running? What's Jason fight Snell's uh, fight running? Um, can, run and, fighting, totally different. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, sometimes that gets a little, um, a, a little wishy-washy, but the, I, it looked cool. I mean, I was mm-hmm. kind of happy with it. Now we, I feel like we're required to point out the kind of I'm no scientist, but uh, how does running in a figure eight on top of a hospital levitate a uh, a, a tanker ship without uh, doing adverse effects to the hospital that you're running back and forth on? Um, well, they said like, it created a propeller effect. Yeah, but shouldn't there be like yeah, some force on. back in the other direction? Um, so also they they kind of like hand waved about like where did the tanker go after that? Right? Uh, I found um, that to be the most special. Yeah, uh, but I did like that. I mean, basically Barry kind of just talks magenta down instead of like beating her directly through the use of running really fast. Like that 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 felt good. Uh, I mean, it's, there's so many problems that he solves running very fast. It's the Flash. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, I um, mean, she's already but, been abused. You don't yeah. abuse her further by teaching her a yeah. lesson. It's just not, you, yeah. you've got you got to talk good sense to these kids. It would not have been, I mean, that would have been a very different type of show where, like, Barry zips around and punches her in the face a couple times. Like, yeah, that's, I, that's not very heroic. Yeah, um, the social justice warriors would, would come out of the woodwork. It would be bad news. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, not only does he defeat her through the power of words instead of <laughs> punching, um, they then later have this this heart to heart back at Star Labs where it's like, yeah, we're setting you up with a, a new foster home. We are not just going to throw you in prison <laughs> the way we do with every other metahuman that we don't just kill. Um, Your spe- like, it's, it's, yeah, it's after school you know, special. It, yeah, I mean, you I'm know watching yeah, Jelly Bean all over again. Don't don't put teenagers in prison, guys. Um, especially your your unsanctioned secret uh, prisons under your power plant. Um, and and we get a little bit of hints from her about uh, just that alchemy is this 
uh, spooky figure uh, behind the scenes who's encouraging bad stuff to happen. Uh, and I think um, what the, what you brought up just there is the idea. Wally throughout this episode is extremely jealous that he doesn't have powers. We're yes. led to believe Wally. Would you go to alchemy and get your powers? I feel like that's the big foreshadowing of yeah. this whole first part of the season, right? Um, I mean, I feel like they set that up in that we, I mean, I as a comics reader know that Wally West is one of the versions of The Flash, right? Um, and we 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 had that scene last season where uh, Wally and Jesse get hit with the, the dark matter wave. Um, and we, you know, Earth, um, sorry, not Earth, he's not an, it's not an Earth 2 or 3, but the Flashpoint version of Wally is, uh, is Kid Flash. Um, it's like, yeah, if we don't have a version of, of Wally again as, as the Flash this season, like, I, I don't know what they're setting up because it seems like they're pretty heavy handedly setting that up. It's like, that's a thing that happens in the alternate universe. That's a thing that this, uh, standard universe version of Wally would super be interested in. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely laying the groundwork for all of that. Um, and I think that would be fun. I mean, I think it's, we, we, uh, jumping ahead a little bit, we get some, uh, well, I guess in this episode, we got the first team up of, uh, Jesse and the Flash, and we'll, we'll get more in the next episode. And, you know, it's, it, it's, Speedsters helping Speedsters is not super exciting, but it's fun seeing a team stuff. And it it kind of, I feel like it kind of thematically, uh, fits nicely with, uh, Arrow has, has, has this new team this season. And I like that. Um, it's fun when it's not just one superhero. Um, it's, it's, it's fun when there's like, there's multiple people they have to do interesting things, especially when what a speedster is mainly going to do is run real fast. Right. So. And, and, you know, speaking of teams, Tony, I don't bring this up very often. And this was actually mm-hmm. in the previous episode. And, and some, some people are, are very, very interested in this and I am not, but I will, I will add my two cents in, um, realize that baby Sarah, uh, Diggle's daughter is mm-hmm. now for some reason, by Barry's hand, uh, Baby John. Now, if you were to watch this show called, I think, I believe it's called Legends of Tomorrow, yes. which I, I tell you don't do mm-hmm. um, by any circumstance, shape, or and form. And yet I do. Well, I, 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 yeah, I, I watched the, the. I'm not a good listener. <laughs> I, I, it's fine because I didn't take my own uh, lesson last season and I secretly was watching the episodes. Um, just making myself more and more furious. Um, and I watched the first episode of this season and I am cold turkey. Stop. Quit. I've, I've quit it. Um, you are smarter and wiser than I am. So, <laughs> but what was interesting in last seasons of, um, those guys from today that are tomorrow, uh, you could say they're legends. Some people won't. do. Some people would say that. Um, I would not. Um, but the, uh, what was it? Um, John Hawk. It's basically the arrow in the future, which is, Mm -hmm. I guess, Diggle's son. Yes. So, and we saw, and we saw a, uh, a a vision of that in the, uh, if you remember way back when, when they first opened up that portal between earths and flash jumped through and we saw like. 90s Flash, and we saw uh, Gorilla Grodd, and we saw Jonah Hex, and we saw, uh, we saw I believe he, a, a close-up of him was ah, included in that. Ah, you are correct. Uh, Look at this coming full circle, these tapestries that we're forming. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, yeah, I'm not totally sure how it's going to all fit together, but um, I don't know, it's interesting. It's, 
it's the weird thing that doesn't quite work for me as a time travel story of how does how did Barry changing the timeline affect that? Um, I mean, I think the thing you basically have to to kind of accept is that it's not necessarily that things that the timeline forked from um, you know, oh, the point of Barry saving it. his mom or not. Tony, it's that things are slightly different. Right? I got it. This yeah. is this is this is how John instead of Sarah, it's John because didn't Barry like grab Diggle at some point and run him around and like for an escape and then he threw up. Maybe so. Is that, is that, that what, what, yeah, that what was, changes was, the gender of his child? Yes, oh. it killed. It killed the sperm that would have become Sarah. Mm-hmm. It, okay. it's it's so easy. It's so easy. Uh, I'm willing to just accept that things are different. Um, you know, in the Flashpoint comics, there is one of the major uh, premises is that uh, in the Flashpoint uh, event uh, is that there is no Superman because basically instead of like crashing in. Uh, you know, a, a field in Kansas and getting raised by some uh, friendly Midwestern people. He crashes somewhere that the government gets him and they keep him locked up in a lab. And it's like, what does Barry's mom have to do with that? And some of it, I think, is just like, you know, some coin flips are going to come up heads and some are going to come up tails. And it's not just purely diverge from, uh, you know, Barry's mom is dead and, and which coin she was going to flip. Um, so, you know, yeah, I think some coin flips are just going to be different. Why do they have a speed lab? <laughs> so, um, in this yeah, slightly different it, it's, timeline. It's very curious. Very curious. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, we have uh, more uh, more romantic gestures and dating. Uh, I guess uh, Barry carries Iris off to, like, I don't know if that was supposed to be. Uh, the, this is the, the oddest cut. And I heard <laughs> the Arrowcast discussing this and trying mm-hmm. to hold back the laughter. And I have to because say, it, it, it is pretty extreme. Where he seems to take her several hundred miles to, like, a romantic, like, dinner that they're going to have, like, maybe in California or somewhere on the coast. Could be. And then he's like, I, I have to go. So, Peace uh, out. See you later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, she'll find her own way. There's also, there's the part where, I mean, Iris is not written very consistently. Uh, I, I, I feel bad for her as a character and for the actor actress that has to portray her because I feel like sometimes... Like, yeah, she's an adult who has a career and an interest, and sometimes it's like, well, aren't, you know, like, we'll make her be kind of like a, a whiny teenager. Um, but because, like, earlier in this episode, she's like, I really, like, want to go on a date with Barry, and, like, I feel like that's, you know, not totally unreasonable that, like, she wants to get to know him as a person and stuff. But wouldn't they have already gone like, on dates? They were already, like, together. So they, they would have already totally been on dates. unclear to me. Yeah. It's, it seemed to be like, no, this is a first date, and it is loaded with all kinds of uh, significance. And then later, she's like, no, this date has already been amazing. And it's like, all you did was drive, and not even drive, run real fast using the Speed Force to California, uh, or, or wherever. And it's like, that, that was only 10 minutes. Uh, I feel like, you know, but you, your attitude toward this has changed wildly. Uh, because it needs to so that the episode can end. <laughs> I'm marooned! Yay! Yeah, so, how romantic <laughs> taking the bus home. <laughs> so. she, she puts a whole... They both put way too much pressure on themselves with these first dates. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird. <laughs> um, I don't totally buy it. And it's amusing to me because I feel like we, we have a little bit of hints at it in this episode and then we get more in the next one. I feel like uh, the Jesse Wally romantic story is like a thousand times more believable <laughs> with how those characters uh, interact and, and, and write and are written. Let's uh, get into you know. it then. Yeah. I mean, so like, 
Jesse shows up and 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 Wally is, has sees that she has the speed force and like he basically is like I don't like this I'm leaving I'm uncomfortable so I'm just gonna head out uh, and he doesn't like stop somebody to have like a heart to heart with them he's like no this situation's weird and I'm uncomfortable so I'm, yeah, gonna I'm out, out of and, this and we'll, Come on. yeah I'm out of this and not like let me stop somebody in the hallway and talk about this and talk you know he's like no I'm just I'm just gonna leave now because this is weird um, I want powers she has them uh, yeah done. Yeah. Well, let's let's segue into uh uh episode 4 uh since we're we're already I feel like we're already heading into that. Uh episode 4, I was excited just from the uh the gecko knowing that the title is The New Rogues uh because the rogues are kind of my favorite part about uh the Flash in the comics and the show. The rogues being uh his kind of traditional set of villains that are sometimes a united gang uh with uh Captain Cold, Heatwave, uh Weather Wizard and uh, a golden glider and uh, a few others that i knew were going to pop up this season and they do indeed in this episode uh this episode is kind of the introduction of uh mirror master and the top uh who get uh reinterpreted a little bit uh for uh the tv show and we get everybody's Uh, favorite wentworth miller hey he's my favorite and i won't have you say anything what did i say i said everyone's favorite that includes me Uh, does it? Well, uh, I'll be nice. Let's in- insert insert uh, found footage of you <laughs> discussing your feelings about <laughs> Wentworth Miller. You're on the record, Bose. I'm just Good, saying. Okay. Right, um, right. Yeah. So Wentworth Miller, who, which is great because he spoilers for <laughs> season one, Legends of Tomorrow, um, from last season. Uh, Wentworth Miller dies, uh, sacrifices himself to save the timeline. Um, but it's also, you know, that happens in timelines, and there's, you know, it's unclear what the repercussions of time travel and alternate universes are. Probably he'll be back, but certainly we have him back in this episode. Um, so I thought that was great. Uh, he's he's not in a lot, but basically the premise is several years ago, uh, Wentworth Miller uh, had a gang that included uh, Sam Scudder and Rosalind, and, you know, basically... Uh, <laughs> Mirror Master gets bit by a radioactive mirror, <laughs> uh, which is to say, Sam. I did was think lying. that was cool, Tony. Seriously though, that was kind of like awesome. Like all of a sudden, like the guy just completely disappears and he's locked in time, essentially, which is a little phony baloney, based on how people react inside mirrors that we find out later. I was a little confused why he was locked in time because uh, Mirror Master is lying on a mirror when it gets hit by the matter wave, and he dissolves into the mirror and i mean mirror master's power uh is basically that he can move through mirrors and that there's like a mirror dimension behind the mirrors that he can navigate um but for some reason he gets kind of trapped where the he gets zapped into a mirror and then the mirror gets like and it's just like an abandoned factory place so the mirror gets picked up three years later and then he pops out and it was like so until the mirror gets stood up you're just like you you have no uh knowledge of time passing um so that was that was a little strange to me, um, but I liked. I mean, I like the idea of of, of Mirror Master. Um, he's one of the more out there characters in terms of his power. Really, doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, it is crazy, so is what it, it is. is. Crazy. Uh, there's a line where uh, Harry talks about the Earth Two version of Mirror Master, and he basically references the fact that in the comics, because Mirror Master has been around a million years, there's two versions of Mirror Master. Um, and the, the other one has a different name. He's Scottish. And specifically, uh, I think many of the versions of Mirror Master have not a, they're not metahumans per se, but he has like a gun that he can point at mirrors and turn them into a portal. Because 
most of the rogues are kind of uh, weapons based in that, you know, Captain Cold has a cold gun and Heat Wave has a heat gun. Mirror Master had like a mirror gun. Captain Boomerang, there's boomerangs. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have this mirror based villain, which is uh, kind of <laughs> wacky. Um, the kind of B plot for this episode, uh, which uh, is a little silly, but I enjoyed it, is that uh, people are like, oh, Harry's going to have to leave. Isn't that so sad? We wish we had a Harrison Wells here. And Harry says, well, why don't you, you jerks? Um, and sets up a, you know, a techno babble way of sending out a job interview to all the Harrison Wells of the multiverses. And we get, get on uh, the old jack wagon. You got to get going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. And, and we get, we're going to later get some, uh, some bit parts uh, played by different, different versions of, of Harrison Wells from across the, uh, across the multiverse. Um, yeah. We continue the, the, the Joe, um, the, sorry, the Barry, Barry and Iris dating, uh, which now the conflict is how much, how much affection are they allowed to display in front of their father's <laughs> adopted father? <laughs> it's so which is super weird. Super weird. <laughs> how is this a plot? Um, I don't know, but it becomes one. And again. apparently there's going to be a conversation between Barry and Joe to, uh, make it not weird. Yeah, how'd that conversation go? Most. Weird. Awkward. Yeah. Yep. But it was um, played well. It actually was very played as awkward as you would love it to be. I, I thought that was reasonably well performed. I just didn't understand why this plot exists. Um, and again, we get a lot more in this episode with... Uh, because uh, Iris Wally. wants to get down. She <laughs> wants to kiss. I guess. Um doesn't she have her own apartment? Oh, That's so. what I heard. And and the uh, the, uh skipping to the end, the uh, one of the concluding elements of this is that Barry decides to get his own apartment again. Um you know, uh I I don't understand this plot line. <laughs> I don't feel like it is well executed. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um again and again, perhaps it is unfair, but comparing and contrasting that to the um the Wally and uh, Jesse plotline, like we get some nice scenes in this one, uh, especially they, they have like their their heart to heart where uh, she's zipping him around the city. And at first there's the like the kind of uh, uh, sad thing where, you know, again, Wally wants to get his powers and he jumps in front of a truck to basically simulate the, the thing that happened to uh, to Jesse to hopefully jumpstart her, her, his powers uh, the way her powers were jumpstarted by kind of a, a crisis. And she saves him and, and you know, points out that that's insane. Um, but, like, even their conversation about, like, he would like to be in a relationship, but she's from another alternate universe. <laughs> it's legitimate. It's, it's, it's totally somehow, legitimate. Somehow way more believable yes. than any of the various conversations yes. in the last three episodes. <laughs> hands down. Hands down. Like, somehow but- that. Um, you know, long dimension relationships are challenging, so it's, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why that, but they, they sell that way more than whatever Iris and Barry are fighting about on a given week. Um, because, uh, yeah. But she does get, she does get pretty, pretty, uh, scorn when, when Wally is like, hey, look, whoa, 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 back it up. And she's mm-hmm. like, what, am I not reading this correct? He's like, well, sure you are, but you're going to leave. You know? Like, that feels real. That is how, I mean, I, again, I'm always a little unclear on what the age of these people are. They, they look like they're, you know, I guess they're teenagers slash very early 20s. Like, 
that feels like that's that's how that's how kids talk um so yeah well it's okay uh, it, it's okay if this relationship doesn't work out even though they're throwing heavy eyes at each other because dun, 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 joe has a girlfriend maybe maybe I had so I went at, because that character was actually shown in the previously on part. I don't know if you noticed that that there was like one little blip of her, uh, and I was like previously on. I don't remember this character at all. And I went and looked them up, and they, um, uh, uh, Cecile, I believe, yes, is the character's Cecile. name, is the the DA um, who works with Joe, I guess, occasionally on cases that involve. You know, he's a cop. They work with a well, DA. It's favoritism. Um, favoritism yeah. in the workplace. Yeah. Uh, she appeared in two episodes uh, in the first season, which I totally <clears throat> did not like on. But yeah, apparently minor, much, much, I think she had way more dialogue in this episode than any of her previous appearances. Um, but yeah, she appeared in two previous episodes, and that was why there was like, I think probably one of her few lines of dialogue was in the like previously on parts. Um, so yeah, they, I guess everybody's finding love. Everybody's getting superpowers this episode. Um, so that's well, the message and, for and this just season. Be honest, love, and, love and power. Yeah, and Joe's <laughs> a little old-fashioned, and yeah. he doesn't really want his kids kissing. and yep. or adopted kids kiss, kissing. So, I mean, that. let's just be honest with that. So he can't really get into a relationship as it stands now. He's got a lot to mm-hmm. deal with. Yeah. He does not handle that well, where he says, like, I can't go on a date tonight, and therefore... I guess I could never go on a date. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's been out of the game, but still super not smooth. Um, and even so. for Barry, Barry to pick up on that and be like, yo, come on, seriously. Yeah. We had movie Get night it. last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hey, all right. So one of the ma- main things, I guess, Barry gets locked in, in uh, a mirror piece of sculpture. I had to go back and be like, what is this thing that he was locked in? Yeah, That's a so, thick piece uh, of glass. Yeah, so uh, we have the kind of the mandatory fight in the middle of the episode uh, where Mir- uh, he, he, Jesse and Barry confront uh, Mirror Master on the top. And that's nice that it's like, we've got two supervillains, we got two heroes. Uh, again, here's the part where I didn't totally get Mirror Master's power, because he can basically just disappear into a mirror and run from them. But like he and Barry and Jesse are like chasing him across like the reflective surface of the uh, like the the skyscrapers throughout the city, and I just I thought like can't he just disappear and go like to the other side of the city if he wants and just be gone? Yeah, and not have see, to deal with him. I'm going I, by maybe the Flashpoint cartoon. Like, yeah, and that was a whole world where he could just kind of go to a different mirror. Yeah, and this seems to be like they're they're using the surface of reflection to move. There was so, a lot of CGI, CGI run fighting in reflectivity. Yeah. It was strong. Yeah, it looks okay. I mean, I think it's pretty good for TV budget. <laughs> my, no, you know, it's there is the part at the beginning where where uh, Jesse and Barry were running around the, the reactor and they they do the like slow down for them to do like the flips and jumps where she sure. like, gets stripped and stuff. That did not look great, the best. No, but it's okay. it didn't. So here's my trying to guess slash read between the lines slash basically almost headcanon is this a is conspiracy that, tony no this is just headcanon this okay. is straight up headcanon to try and justify what we were seeing in that fight he can move from m- mirror slash reflective surface line of sight to any other mirror that's what i think it is so he can't just disappear into any mirror and pop out any other mirror because it's also like if you could do that why don't you commit your robberies somewhere else and then come back here um so like he can move from mirror to mirror so he's moving from 
you know, pane of glass on the giant skyscraper to the next pane of glass. Okay, like, so that makes sense. I think sense. that's my headcanon on that. With, they well, didn't say that. With, but the, at oh. the end, to catch him, yeah. Barry lines up mirrors in a circle, so mm-hmm. that, that trapped him. Yeah. Which seemed a little awkward, but... Yeah. So, I, you know, we've got the, the mandatory fight in the middle that the heroes can't win because the episode's not over yet, and Barry gets trapped in this giant sculpture which looks super blocky, but is somehow they're able to move it back to Star Labs. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, and Resources. They've got zi- tons of them. They got a truck. Sure. <laughs> like a, and a forklift and, and a willingness to steal public art. Um, so that's all <laughs> okay. it takes. What more um, do you want? Yeah. And he's stuck in this giant slab of a mirror, um, and he's doing the, the backward talking thing that Cisco can conveniently fix really quickly with a gizmo. Um, how did you feel about that? You know, you know, <laughs> when you have things in this universe, and I'm talking to guy English, uh, mm-hmm. bomb sprays, uh, frozen layers, lasers, sh- uh, not layers, um, and dissolving spray, all these things, it- it's okay. Like that, that, a minimal, I can recognize something backwards and play it back forwards in real time, but yes. great. Okay, not a problem. You know what bugged me? Because it, it, it maybe again, maybe I'm missing something. But his his logo on his his shirt wasn't reversed in the mirror. It uh, felt like like that just seemed like that should be like Tony. If only they had you in the production room. Well, I I mean I don't maybe there's not something maybe there's something I don't understand about mirror universes um, because that seemed like if he, he's talking backward and he should be reflected. Um, I I agree. Yeah. I, I I'm kind of amazed at that. That seems so subtle and simple, and you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, um, and I, I, I guess maybe this is all just a setup for they determine that the way to get somebody out of a trapped in a mirror is uh, getting it down to absolute zero, and they're gonna do they're gonna techno babble <clears throat> yeah, their way out of it. Let me, let me. I'm not a scientist, Tony. <laughs> I'm but, also not a scientist. But uh, I will say, if I'm stuck in a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in it, and mm-hmm. you freeze it, it mm-hmm. shatters with me in it. That what seems if, bad. What if in the scenario, you are a speedster, and you need to be able to phase your way out, and somehow bringing the glass to absolute zero helps you phase your way out? I would say, let's build some gear that would do that, and we need to get to absolute zero, but we can't mm-hmm. quite get there. But when there's a metahuman alert, we can't be bothered with it. And mm-hmm. we have to let a plot line called Plotline C come in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is, I guess this is, uh, this, we're really starting to get the payoff that we've been getting. A couple of hints dropped around here where uh, Iris uses her <laughs> apparently was, freezing it wasn't, powers. It wasn't Iris, got. but I'm, I'm... I'm sorry, not Iris. Thanks for playing. Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> Uses some freezing powers while no one else is looking to get the uh, the slab of gra- glass down to absolute zero, so Barry could pop through and like. Don't worry about this, everybody. We got to move on. Um, and again, um, I'm not a scientician, um, and I'm not even a physicist at all. But mm-hmm. it seems to me that if Barry's stuck in this art that looks to be like he could just turn to the side and get to the the other opposing side mm-hmm. that he's in. He could have watched her freeze it. 
There's a lot that they don't teach us about how do mirror dimensions work in this episode. <laughs> and maybe some of that is for the best, uh, and some of that is for budgetary reasons, right? Like, in the comics, they will sometimes, uh, or in the animated versions, they'll, they'll show us, like, the mirror world, which uh, sometimes looks, you know, kind of crazy, or like a, a spooky uh, uh, kind of reflection of the real world, or sometimes yeah, this, it'll because this will look like live-action Frozen. Yeah. Um, like, so, the little sparkles in it. It was very dark. Yeah. And he's just he's just stuck behind that mirror. Um, so yeah, eh, I think they didn't want to dwell on it too long. Um, slash, it's already a lot to take in that we have this guy who can just move from mirror to mirror. Um, yeah. So I guess the reveal there is that uh, Iris is you know is her her uh, her killer frost powers are getting there more and more, and we'll see more though. I guess we can just talk the the big kind of reveal uh, at the end of the episode is that uh, I keep saying Iris. Uh, Caitlin uh, is, is getting her Killer Frost powers, um, and at the uh, the end of the episode, uh, she's taking a shower and freezes everything, and she gets out of the shower, and her hair is turning white, and her lips are turning blue, and she seems to be uh, advancing heavily along the uh, the metahuman <laughs> uh, advancement chart. Uh, toward yeah, the I'm, I'm kind of uh, wondering what are we going to see in the way of is she going to just start wearing like more bold lipstick? Um, <laughs> yeah, or all white, um, you know. Um, and maybe, so. and maybe she, you know, if I was, if I was Caitlyn, I mean, I'm not, uh, mm-hmm. maybe just say, this is an, a look that I'm trying to go for. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm tired of being the uptight scientist. Uh, I want to loosen things up a little bit. Maybe put a skunk stripe in, you know? <laughs> so how do you feel about the premise that we have this character who is de- developing these secret powers and like, they're totally not seem, they seem uh, terrified about sharing them with anybody else because it's yeah again she seems to be yeah she's caught in this thing of like uh killer frost was bad thus if i become i become you know like killer frost i will be bad i i mean that doesn't seem like a thing it's hard for me to take seriously when you've got all the other like parts of Team Flash that have superpowers, right? You Especially you've got Jesse Quick running around with Barry, and Cisco's been doing his vibe powers to, to uh, open up the portals. But Cisco um, did have an issue initially yeah. with his powers. He kept it secret, too. Yeah. I guess, I guess you know, it, it, you just think, like, if anybody would be welcoming and inviting to this news and wanting to help you out, it would be uh, your friends, uh, <laughs> you know, Barry and Cisco. I, right? I don't think, I don't think scientists do well if they have meta powers you know let's mm-hmm. go cisco caitlin bruce banner um yeah. what else what are scientists don't really like their powers it seems as though science and powers just don't mix yeah it's it's hard to, to put them together um i guess we had trajectory before who replicated the the velocity nine and you know um went evil um so yeah it's uh, and you know most people who are metahumans uh, seem to end up in jail, so that's a problem. Um, yeah. yeah, especially if you put a doctor in front of your name. You know, I mean, now yeah. we got Doctor Alchemy. You know, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm. I'm not. Well, I'm interested. I'm waiting for the scene where she explains why uh, she hasn't told anyone, and seeing how believable that is. Um, and the, I'm also curious, like, what's going? Is this related to the alchemy stuff? Um, alchemy does seem to have kind of a lot of influence over people, right? Like he was able to kind of, uh, he, he was doing a lot of the kind of steering of, um, magenta in the previous episode. Um, so could alchemy have some kind of influence over Caitlin? 
Um, yeah, Tony, what do, talk to me about alchemy a little bit. I mean, do what do we think this guy somehow can see multiple timelines so he would be a vibe kind of character? I have not seen alchemy in any of the comics I've read, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what his deal is in the comics. I believe there's multiple versions of alchemy. Um, also, to further complicate things, um, now we did see him. He uh, he was there uh, in was it episode two where uh, Barry had to fight the rival again, uh, and he like zapped Barry, and then Barry won because Barry's going to win. Um, so he seems to have some kind of magic powers. Um, possibly um and he had did he have he had spooky followers in one of his his basements right like he had like the, that's when, what i kind of thought like when claris first went went to meet with him like in the, in the basement district <laughs> um you know he there was some kind of kind of like ceremony type gathering going on right so he's he's not just on his own um yeah yeah i i mean they don't he 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 gives off a lot of magic vibes um, but they seem to impart some of that maybe just me reacting to the word alchemy um, and the, you know, the cloaks and the, uh, the spooky mask. Uh, but they don't so far, we don't tend to have a lot of, uh, of magic. In fact, I don't know if we've had any magic on Flash. I know we've had a couple. It's a big deal when you have magic on Arrow. Um, so well, it's, a, it's, it's, it's like a tenant of Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that would be an interesting villain for the Flash to have to fight is a. Uh, um, is is uh, somebody who uses magic? I mean, I'm a big fan of the Flash having to deal with anybody whose power is not just that they run really fast and talk in a growly voice. Uh, I like your uh, your your, uh, your killer sharks and your gorilla grods and a guy who does magic and uh, and gives bad advice to wayward metahumans he pulls over from other dimensions. Uh, I can get behind that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like he's you know we we he's clearly going to be the big bad for the season. Uh, will Caitlin fall under his influences? Will Caitlin be some kind of uh, in between big bad, or will she be yet another superhero that will join Barry? With you know, is it going to be Barry and Jesse Quick and Wally West and uh, Caitlin uh, taking down Alchemy in like a Grand Royale? Um, I don't know. Um, certainly seems like they're. I mean, we know in the comics that uh, Killer Frost is a a bad person, and the other version of Killer Frost is is bad, and Caitlin sure seems unhappy about it. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, other things we should. Yeah, mention, I, we, I, we, I, I don't even know. I mean, let's let's talk about the 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 real the real uh, elephant in the in the room is mm-hmm. uh, Hell's Wells yes. and the ver- different versions of Harrison Wells. Yes. So we get the quick uh, comedic interlude. Uh, where they have kind of like their Skype hologram uh, job interviews with um, the other versions of Harrison Wells. Uh, I appreciated how the alternate uh, Earths uh, really seem to be wildly different uh, in costuming and personality. Um, Hell's Wells, who is Cowboy Wells, right? I, yeah, um, I, go, I go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah, my, I mean, don't hire that guy, but I have so many questions. Is he just like a cowboy enthusiast? Or is he a scientist on, like, a cowboy world? You see, um, Tony, this is something that actually is near and dear to my heart a little bit, is the Southern yeah. accent in general. Mm-hmm. It is often, it, you know, the Southern accent is kind of the mark of uh, someone who is not intelligent, who would be anything but a scientist, which I mm-hmm. find to be, you know, it's, 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 it's offensive. Yeah, it's hilarious, offensive. but it's offensive. <laughs> um, so... 
I, I would love to bring Hellswells over to find out what what he can do. Yeah. I mean, he solved the riddle, right? So he's he's That's got a right. level of competence. They they at this point have determined, you know, all of their uh, candidates are pr- presumably technology efficient. This is just a, you know, how how well would their personality fit with the uh, right the team? Right. So cowboy uh, Hell's Wells Harrison, um, just so many questions about that world. Um, mime Wilson or what, yes. mime Wells? <laughs> yeah. The French mime, uh, who they are quick to dismiss. Um, yeah, it didn't seem like that was going to work out. Uh, were you also in be- be- between those two was uh, steampunk uh, Harrison Wells. Who That's right. Kind of, uh, I don't know if it was a British accent or a British affectation, but he's got the hat with the goggles on it. Um, again, is he coming from a steampunk world, or is that just he's just really into the steampunk hobby? Um, you know, is he, is he cosplaying? You just caught him on a weekend where he was Right, I mean, you know, he um, was about to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, it hit the cons. And uh, what are we? What are we terming the wells that they eventually uh, give the position to? Uh, I, I, my notes say hipster wells. How, how do you? Yeah, I see. I, I've I've been hearing this hipster wells, and I I I don't see it as that, but I can see where people like it. I mm-hmm. see it as stoner wells. I think you know the the, the uh, personality is definitely stoner. Uh, it's the wardrobe that screams hipster. He's got the, the yeah. hat and the uh, yeah. the vest and the um, but the uh, yeah, he seems um. Well, I thought he was wearing a bowler hat at first, but it was no. It was it was the kind of straw cloth kind of hipsterish hat. Yeah. Um, was it a pork pie hat? I'm not sure. I'm not a. I'm not a hat. Yeah. Uh, I'm. So. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know haberdashery like you do. So it's very hard for me to make that determination i don't know what that word is <laughs> um but hr is who he is apparently hr now does i mean i like i think i like almost all the versions of wells i think the actors is great uh and it's uh, it, it would be sad to not have uh oh a, a harry wells hanging around in some form does do you think this version of wells is gonna is gonna work though like yes Yes, it's gonna work for you. Okay, sure. I was a little wor- worried that it's a little, a little one note. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know for how long because you do have to have serious Harry at some point. Mm-hmm. Now, this HR could have issues. He's happy to be here, but we don't. But we don't know what what's been going on with him. I mean, he might be. You know, he may have never had a daughter, mm-hmm. and maybe that's a sad thing. The big question is, what is the state of these other worlds that the other Wellses can just uh, take off? And it's maybe, maybe it's like the other the other worlds are like, nah, they're fine, you know. Or you know, I'm nobody. Nobody respects my cowboy affectations. I've got. I'm, I'd be happy to come over to your world. Um, yeah, I, I guess I am a little apprehensive um, that he's a little too played for comedy, and that that is just gonna get gonna get old fast. Yeah, um, I, maybe, I could maybe, see maybe that. Maybe there's some depth depth there that we just haven't been shown yet. I'm a little worried that he, like all of the versions of Wells we saw in their quick flip through, uh, seem more like a joke than a character. So I'm I'm concerned that this one may be more of a joke than a character as well. Um, maybe we, you know, he's he's excited to be there, but mm-hmm. you know, Harry was telling us not to do something, and HR is like, whoa, like doing what we would do as fans, like. Oh, oh, what was he going to say? Oh, wow. You know, it yeah. just... <laughs> it's great. 
but I, th- I think I think we'll get over it. I, I honestly, I think like this is played for laughs, and we're supposed to get comfortable with this guy. But you know, we're gonna all Harrison Wells on any given infinite Earth are gonna have some cracks and mm-hmm. some things that that make them um what make them hairy. Yeah. Well, I like. I mean, I, I think I like that you've got a team flash that seems uh, like it's solidifying. Again, Cisco seems to be kind of just back to himself now. Like one uh, episode cool. of he, it's good. Yeah, one yeah. episode of coping with the death of his brother, and it, like everything's fine now. So, hey, see, I don't um, think it's so much death of his brother is though, uh, and, and it is the death of his brother. But it's played as I'm really mad at Barry because he wouldn't go back in time and save him. Mm-hmm. Like he really didn't need to go to a group. <laughs> to figure that part out. Yeah. There's not a group for my time traveling friend won't help me out with his with my time it's, traveling it, needs. It is a like, very small group, admittedly. Yeah. yeah. But so. actually they all could have joined at the end of it. So we didn't we didn't did we see uh Jerk CSI uh Julian in this episode at all? We did not. Okay. Which is slightly curious if you're of the persuasion that he is Doc Alchemy. Because we didn't... Mm-hmm. Did we have any Doc Alchemy in here? No. No, I don't think so. They did... Uh, I guess he appeared in footage because I think at the start of the episode, Team Flash was meeting to de- to basically talk about uh, Alchemy and Clarissa's death. Um, but that was basically... Then then things get knocked aside as they have to deal with... Yeah, hold on. Time uh, out. We're t- we got we to gotta skip that part. And yeah. go to this, yeah, yeah. We've we've got a new meta human to deal with, um, and we had, I mean, we had uh, Wentworth Miller appeared again as hologram of himself at the end. Uh, I wonder if you know, is there a non-hologram version of Captain Cold coming back who will, uh, you know, bust these guys out of jail and uh, and take them on adventures? I think I don't know. I want more Captain Cold. So, uh, well, I think there, Tony. There's a place yeah. where Captain Cold's going to come on. And it's mm-hmm. a show that I won't watch. Is that? Do we know that that's a place where he's? Well, I, I don't know that. I don't keep up with the trades like mm-hmm. guys like Dan Morin do. I mean, yep, yeah. So I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I have a little more cooth than that. Yeah, I leave it. So, I leave it to them. You know, here's the kind of the, the connections across uh, all these episodes that I'm seeing. Uh, we've got a lot going on with people getting new powers, right? We've got Jesse Quick. Uh, Wally sure seems like he's getting set up to get powers. And uh, Killer Frost uh, seems to be manifesting uh, in Caitlyn. Uh, and because we have uh, Alchemy able to give people these powers, maybe there'll be other um, people who will gain powers. Um, we've got the thread of Barry and Iris's relationship, um, which is not a thread I particularly enjoy. Uh, not that I think that that kind of thread is bad. I just don't think it's particularly well executed in these episodes. Um, the Barry's kind of new life difficulties with uh, Alchemy and uh, his jerky coworker, and then uh, Team Flash. How is it doing? It's you know, is it back to normal? Sort of. I mean, we've got which you know, the, the question is like, what's going to happen with Caitlin on that? Are there other kind of important threads you saw a- across these three episodes that you know are, are going I think, places? I think I think we've got it. I mean, I mm-hmm. think we're still in. And let's just I'm a, I'll, let's I want to be perfectly honest right now. Let's put our truth mm-hmm. hats on. Is mm-hmm. Based on last season, this this has been a great start, and I'm a I don't want to happen what happened last season where we start following multiple plot threads and we don't even know what's going on anymore, and then we end up like kind of just 
pull, you know, pulling tourniquets to keep to keep the storyline together. So I'm kind of hoping maybe this alchemy thing is not a a season long thing. However, I do think that they need to have something that goes from you know what we've seen at the beginning to the end, but it doesn't have to be alchemy. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a little bit much. I think that's probably what we're going to see, just given the formula of how the CW superheroes. So, so you're going. so so you're telling me don't just don't have your hopes up. Uh, I would say modulate your hopes accordingly. So okay, <laughs> which is to say, let them down. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I think the good thing to do would be to like that he should. You know, we did not see him in this episode. I think they do not need to try and sprinkle him throughout. Um, but it would be good to know, like, you know, be nice if there was a supervillain with a plan. Um, you know, what, what does alchemy want to do? Why is he appearing, right. uh, talking, uh, through a mirror by sketching his, his name on the mirror, on Clarice's mirror in the middle of the night, right? Like, what does he get out of that? Um, well, and you would seem to think that, you know, he, you know, he can, he's writing on this, that he would mm-hmm. use his signature. I mean, it yeah. wouldn't have to like make it look so menacing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're trying to invite these people to get their powers, not scare the bejesus out of them. I mean, there's a lot about alchemy that screams, uh, I got, I bought everything that was left over at a Halloween outlet store. So yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of know. like fallout look to it. I like, I'm thinking like, mm, are you mm-hmm. part of the, uh, uh, now I, I'm gonna lose all my credibility. It was the, uh, uh, in brother, in, brotherhood of steel. There you go. Thank yeah. you. You brought me back. I'm here to help. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think there were some up and down moments. Um, I like the new Rogues episode four because uh, I enjoy the Rogues and I thought that was that was pretty well done. Uh, Magenta was kind of a low point for me. Um, and I thought Paradox episode two was solid. So, uh, you know, I, I generally pretty good. I enjoyed these. Magenta was a little bit of a low point. I, I think it didn't it didn't quite stick what I was trying to do. And I think you you gave me the words I was looking for with a little too after school, especially for me. Right. Um, and you, and yeah. you got to have those every now and again. And if they want to mm-hmm. get, get rid of them now, I'm okay with that. But mm-hmm. so far I'm, I'm okay with the episodes as they've stood. Cool. All right. Well, we've talked about a lot of different things on three different episodes. Uh, we did it in hopefully just under an hour. So I hope that was helpful for you uh, listeners. Uh, we're going to try and hopefully be back not in such a large uh, break again, but uh, you'll see us when we appear on your uh, your player of choice, right? That's right. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, you know, we feel bad, and you feel bad, but there's not much we can do about it, so you just kind of have to deal with it. And yeah. I don't mean that to sound glib, is that Tom Cruise, but um, that's just the way it's got to be for right now. Yeah, we'll do what we can do. So I think this is probably a good place to wrap it up. Uh, I've been your internet buddy, Tony Sindelar, here to talk about comics and animation and The Flash and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Mose, you've been Mose, Philip Moselak. Thanks and for that's what me. I do. I, I mean, that's, yeah. what, that's what I do. I, I, you know, I, I try to spin it the best I can. And hopefully uh, some uh, variation on Team Flash will be back sometime soon to tell you about the next episode or, or, or two. Sounds Until wonderful. Then, yeah. Goodbye, nerds. Thank you.